genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man uh, one uh, Storm and Norman minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Thomas Howarth. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's great. Good. Thanks for coming back, guys. Yeah, thanks for having uh, It was really, it was difficult to find a good adjective for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> you hit both uh, ends so, of it. You got the stuttering at the beginning, yeah. and then Storm and Norman at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> we are. That's a good point. We are uh, talking, of course, about minute sixty. We're an hour into this movie. Woo! Actually, this is exactly the halfway point because there are one hundred and twenty minutes to this oh, movie. Awesome! Oh, gosh, cause for yeah. celebration. Yeah, oh, I just brought cake. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, minute 60 starts with, uh, 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 and ends with, I don't get it. That was beautiful. The perfect contrast between Peter and Harry. So gorgeous. Yeah. You now have your bleep yeah. noise recorded, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like somebody's doing a really bad impression of a Wookiee. <laughs> I love that she she pauses her walk away to just like give that nod as he goes to like, all right, you're going to get to the end of this soon. There it is. Thank you. Just a little (laughs) nodding like, good job, Pete. You made it. Uh, it What I love about that moment of him just being, I'll come by and have some of your moon dance coffee. She stops and looks at him and just like, I mean, okay, it's not my coffee. I I mean, do what you want, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. You guys are trying to make me love MJ, and I'm trying to hold on to my rage at the way she kind of, like, little voices that don't tell Harry, and also that she's wearing those heels to waitress in. <laughs> yeah, right, how are right. I think you're still stuck in your... You're point. still stuck in your I hate Kirsten space. I can't help it. I'm much better now, but those heels, there is no way that is comfortable after yeah. five, no. six hours I That's... could be. Not a yeah, those yeah, are those are insane. I didn't notice those before, but that's that's terrible. Well, we did we um, did establish earlier in the week that she's not a waitress. She just is the register lady, uh, that fictional register maybe, position yeah. that exists at a diner. That she just has a drawer right. and a register, and that's what she does. Yeah, there. So maybe she was sitting down all day. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Or or maybe it was her first day and she showed up in the in the heels and everyone there made fun of her all day. <laughs> no, I feel like Enrique's critiques of her imply she's been there longer. But I love that while. that's her like going to waitress outfit that she picked out. <laughs> yeah. It's time to waitress. Mm. <laughs> she's like, I wore this in my last audition and they seem to really like it. So maybe it works. Oh. Right. My waitress audition last week for when the character was a waitress, this was what they wanted. So exactly. I just thought I'd go with that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. maybe it's an in-universe reason. I've never heard the little voice used as a as a verb like that, and that is a perfect way to phrase them. Don't tell Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's just because of the way she's like yelling over her shoulder, but and I kind of hate that, but also he starts it, Peter, what are you doing? Don't Bring that up. Like, uh, just let it go. It was gone. Yeah. We were done with it. He's like, oh. it's our it's our little in-joke, yeah, right? Our Don't tell now. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad uh, in-joke with your roommate's girlfriend <laughs> that you didn't know about. Oh. Oh. The three of them are, like, watching a movie together one night, and he's just like... He's just like, oops, I dropped that. Hey, don't tell Harry, am I right? Like, wink. So forced. And Harry's like, what is he talking about? (laughs) And and Peter's like, nothing, just sipping some of this great coffee over here. Famous moon dance. (laughs) Wink. Uh, Oh, no. Peter. Uh, And how about the dejected way he walks away when he realizes what an idiot he is? (laughs) No, that's that's rough because then I have to imagine that um I mean the way the movie presents it it's almost as if he's he's going back to the apartment right, right after mm-hmm. that but but I don't think so. I think he's walking away dejectedly from her and immediately going back to begging for jobs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which just makes that so much sadder. Oh, Definitely. God. I never thought of that. And should, then Harry's all... so happy to see him. Right, well, don't should go, we all cheer up quick. that it's still the old New York license plates with the Statue of Liberty on them in this scene? Oh, I oh, miss yeah. those. That's I nice. miss and there those was some, so much. There's so much. There's somebody walking. There's somebody walking in the background with an "I love New York" bag. Yeah, that's also. <laughs> well, that doesn't make me think of Ghostbusters too, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this oh. pan up they're building, all right? What I assume is they're building. You yeah. get this uh-huh. great shot of these banners out front and the one that says the web string platform. Yes, that I just so saw that the last time we watched <laughs> this movie. So I actually looked it up just to see what, what was going on with that. And apparently mm. it was a software company. And a real one. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was trademark. It was a trademark software company, but it was abandoned in 2001 due to later no responses, what it said on the website. So I guess maybe they contacted them about this to see if they could use it and nobody said anything. So they just did. That's hilarious. (laughs) It's the perfect goofy in joke, but it's an actual thing. (laughs) Yes, it is. God, that's so fun. Wow. I'm surprised they didn't then like take yeah, off great. with that be like hey guess what we're in the spider-man movie cool huh yeah we're the platform we're all web strings even <laughs> web strings in the movie theaters the web string <laughs> platform there you go this, this uh they do a really good job of i mean they obviously went and found a location and picked a building to present as quote unquote harry and peter's loft mm-hmm. um apartment 
But they do a good job because I'm looking at this sort of establishing shot and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the little ledge that Peter hides under later in the movie. Oh, that, right. yeah, yeah, that they that they had to recreate on a set somewhere. Yeah. Um, they do a good job. That. That's good. Do we yeah. know what street this is? their homework. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying um, to figure out what yeah. street it is, but we don't get any clues for this one. No. Not like the diner. No. Harry's Unless definitely... you want to look up all the McDonald's in, in the area and see if you can figure out what it is. In 2001. Like <laughs> Use, yeah, Google, yeah. Near McDonald's. Use Google View. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where, Peter, how do we get to your apartment? Oh, it's, it, it, it's by the, the McDonald's. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'll put that into I'll put that into Google Street. Oh, that's that's a lot of pin drops. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know how to narrow that down. Uh, hey. I uh, yeah. So so Peter comes home and we now we we see their sort of like loft apartment thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry's definitely paying and, for this thing, right? Well, I think Norman's yeah, out of the place. Okay. Yeah. It's it is you know it's it's. What's interesting is like it's a big apartment in a nice pl- area. Mm-hmm. Uh and so obviously this is going to be really expensive, mm-hmm. but beyond just that the fact that it would be expensive, this is kind of like not a great apartment. Like it does it doesn't even look finished. Yeah. Um, <laughs> These ramshackle stairs that they have going up to their right. like, yeah. sleeping area, I guess. It's really just sort of crammed all in there and awkward and that feels more I, real probably, for and New they've York. just <laughs> yeah and they've just got like a baking rack in the background for yeah. like a shelf and they're paying for the but location. then they do <laughs> yeah yeah but then they do have that like really nice looking uh grandfather clock <laughs> next to the the baking rack uh, um i don't know this is a very right in the middle of the room <laughs> yeah it's a weird apartment mm-hmm. uh Harry and Peter don't and strike me as great interior decorators. No. That's true. It's it's very much like a college bros kind of place mm-hmm. for right. sure. And you it's can fun. see which um, objects in there are Peter's and which ones are Harry's. Like the grandmother yeah. clock or the really nice set of dressers. It's just yeah. like yeah. So that came what do you guys mansion. think these ads are or the papers that are taped to the door? Oh, I don't know. Like uh it's been driving me nuts. <laughs> it looks like more of the ads that he was perusing through to find the car, but they're mm-hmm. just taped on the door. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're like help wanted type things. You know, uh, I don't know if that would last more than a day, though. Why to? Why would you tape those up there? You know, maybe they're like uh, local takeout or something like that. Like places. Yeah, yeah they're they're maybe. takeout menus. That's yeah. what I was For gonna the say. Phone yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can just call. You got. You can't really mm-hmm. pull up the internet on your phone this year, right? Can you? True. No. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you still have takeout. Menus. I have some headcan in here. <laughs> okay. I don't think uh, Norman Osborn is actually talking to anybody. I think he just wants to avoid talking to Harry. Aww. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I I kind of agree with you. I think that he was waiting for uh, Peter to come home. Oh no. Because <laughs> <laughs> the stuff he's says makes no sense there's no continuity to his sentences it's yeah. like he's just, right and he's throwing out and, words like merger and who would he be talking to his his whole board of directors is trying to oust <laughs> exactly him. his weekly inspection um, storm and norman yeah no storm and norman is uh anyone else here a clear and present danger fan 
I don't know. No, I've never William seen Fall. it. It's one of the Jack Ryan movies. It's a sequel to The Hunt oh, for uh-huh. Red October and Patriot Games. And yeah. he yeah. plays John Clark, who is an operative ex-CIA, I oh. think, in it. Oh, and he okay. becomes, in the books, he actually becomes, like, a second lead to Jack Ryan. Like, some are Jack Ryan books, and some are William Clark books. And it's, oh, okay. And it's, mm-hmm. Or John Clark, sorry, played by William Dafoe. Mm. And he's such a... Yeah. Uh, bleep if you need to but he is a badass like that is the word for his character <laughs> and so totally. I, this scene when he's like even though the slicked back hair is a completely different character I'm like yep nope i'm not messing with him storm and norman's here you know yeah. willem dafoe has some great range and if you really want to mess your mind up watch um boondock saints right before you watch this or <laughs> yeah. the last temptation of christ like, why not go all the way yeah well, i mean in boondock saints you've got him dressing up as a woman and and taking people out and it's watch like, that right before you watch this it's yeah, a completely different movie again you do not mess yeah. with this guy on any yeah. level yeah uh, tremendous range and and danger no matter where he is yeah uh, yes yeah uh, and we've got james frank i, I really i i have to say I I don't want to I don't want to just keep harping on the on the uh, interior design here. But, <laughs> oh, but please do. Yeah, it's bothering. But you, whoever isn't it? who, yeah, whoever whoever uh, designed this set, uh, I feel like they really phoned it in uh, this time. <laughs> like if you look over over uh, over Harry's shoulder, there's just like a ratty looking basketball like oh. <laughs> on the wall. Yes. Next and to neither him. of those yeah. guys plays basketball. And directly, no. Oh, no. directly opposite of that basketball over Peter's shoulder is this painting that looks like it belongs yeah. in some museum somewhere. <laughs> so it's like none of it meshes together at all. No, so great. the basketball and the in the and the painting do not go together, and and they do not match either of their personalities. Exactly. So it's just <laughs> yeah. like, what are either of these things doing well, here? Well, and you said. Unless, oh, unless it's just things that uh, that Norman brings, <laughs> and it's just like, here, do you like this? Yeah. No. Well, keep it anyway, and I'll bring you something else next time. Yeah. Every week, there's a new piece of of uh, detritus or whatever cl- <laughs> clogging up their apartment because Norman was like, "Yeah, hey, hey, you guys are college kids, right?" As he, as he tries Stanley to figure Oscar. out his own son, which I just realized because. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was all on Shots board with this. Dark. Oh, you can tell. Um, you can tell what is Peter's stuff and what is Harry's stuff because Harry's stuff is the nice brought over for the mansion. But mm-hmm. Harry would totally not take anything from his old room. I feel like, like he would just start yeah. over with all new stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, That's my head canon of like Harry would want a blank slate. Take me to IKEA. I will figure this out myself. Okay, but Probably like maybe not very when he's well. getting rid of his old stuff, Peter's like, "Oh wait, I could use that though. You're gonna get rid of a whole chest of drawers, you know? Like, it's yeah. really nice. <laughs> At least keep that around." <laughs> Is there any canon for what happened to Harry's mom? I mean, it, it depends on which run, but I don't think in the uh, original Amazing Spider-Man there is a a set in stone one. Um, there's really. Off horrendous one in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe where she exists for like a couple frames of one issue just so she can die horribly Aww. in a fire. It's really bad. Uh, the, the, the book is generally great, but this is one of the, the worst things I think they did was this. <laughs> Harry's mom is just in there so that she can die. 
at the hands of Norman. It's bad. Uh, I don't know. In this in this universe, it's just I guess no- Norman maybe it was a bad divorce or something like that. Um, in there, uh, we know Norman is really really bitter about women in general. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. That we'll learn from Thanksgiving. So maybe there is some <laughs> in. Um, okay, so in. The regular Marvel continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry's mother's name is Emily Osborne, mm. who died in childbirth, and that's why Harry. That's why oh. Norman hates Harry. Oh, okay. That's why he's got uh, a grudge chills. against Harry. I kind of hate that it's um, always oh the dad hates the kid because the dad. Sorry, Game of Thrones is coming back. So yeah, um. <laughs> right, Lannisters. Oh, I'm just so excited to see young James Franco. I know. In his and his little cute glasses and getting confused very, uh, just like on Freaks and Geeks. It's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's him It's him doing half of a like Ryan Felipe from Cruel Intentions with his like weird <gasps> little glasses and outfit and and half his Freaks and Geeks character in that like, I don't, I don't get it. Like what? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, not to be weird, uh, that combination is really working for me in this movie. <laughs> I would not I have thought of that combination. I haven't thought about Ryan Felipe in a really long time, but yeah, check, checks out. Checks out. <laughs> Did you guys know that they dyed Franco's hair here so it matched the foes? Yes. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. good. That's so Aww. good. Yeah, his hair's naturally more dark, and in some of the scenes later in the movie, they didn't, I guess the dye had faded out or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they dyed it so it matched uh, Norman Osborn's hair better. Yeah, definitely in the mm-hmm. early scenes when they're like having conversations with each other, it's a very clear. The resemblance is even more striking uh, with the right. hair. Yeah, Guys, I didn't know did which you... direction they died. I didn't know if it was died more towards James's hair or more towards um, Willem's. But yeah, that makes sense. Do, do you think Kirsten Dunst and James Franco hung out waiting for their hair, <laughs> <laughs> the hair dye, and like maybe talked about when, when their characters are dating, came up with their own little like backstory for it. Uh, we can only hope. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be so good. I want to see those deleted scenes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not too far beyond the pale. I had, um, I don't know if this is a story worth sharing, but I, I had an experience when I first came to LA when um, Parks and Rec was still on the air. Like I was doing background work and I ended up, uh, they had a Halloween episode of Parks and Recreation that uh, they needed people in weird Halloween costumes with, which I had a whole closet full, so <laughs> I was happy to step in. And on the day they switched me out of my outfit I brought, which was like a, a musketeer outfit, and uh, said, you got to be a clown now. Here's your clown outfit. Here's your clown wig. Go to hair and makeup and get your, your face painted and this wig uh, attached to your head and whatnot. And I went in there, and basically all of the main cast members were in that one makeup and and hair trailer getting their Halloween costumes put on. Like Rob Lowe was like supposed to be made up like he was older, so they were putting gray in his hair and Aziz was there doing something. And so I just like sat down in between them and tried not to be too awkward while with my giant clown shoes and my awful clown out <laughs> while this lady just came in and painted up just trying to blend in. Yeah, this lady came in to paint on my face and stuff. And uh, God bless him, Rob Lowe, like, looked over and was like, how are you doing, buddy? Is life okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just like, this is this is me now. And he's like, yeah, it looks like my career. And I, it was a very sweet, like, 
like moment that he 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 could see how uncomfortable I was, and he sort of lent a little olive branch. So I I hope there was a similar sort of scenario with like <laughs> James and Kirsten just getting their hair done and chatting about whatever uh, in preparation for this. Movie. Yeah, what you don't know is that James Franco's toes have been pink this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they well, his hair would well. take a lot. Uh, it would it would take a lot less time to die. That's die true. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> he had he had he had to do other stuff because he had to stay there in solidarity. So that's right. Nails yeah. it is. Nails it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did he get the little fish treatment where they eat the skin on your feet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Or they just they waxed all the hair off his legs just to have something to do. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh. Fun facts oh, man. that we just made up. Uh, so we get we get our another we we get our 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 second um shout out uh to a comics character second reference uh in this in this minute uh earlier we talked about the reference to eddie brock and here we have our reference to uh dr kirk connor's yeah. Uh, which is just thrown out as Dr. Connors. Yeah. Um, but we all know as comic yes. fans, oh, he's talking about the lizard. <laughs> um, it's the lizard. That's, uh, that's just that I like, like we said a few days ago, this is such a very particular time in, uh, in like sort of geek culture mm-hmm. of just like, they're making these very mainstream movies, but they're just tossing us little, little treats <laughs> Uh, here and there for us to sort of like pick up the breadcrumbs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the thing where like now everything is fully accepted. They make a movie about a talking raccoon in a tree. Right. Um, and and everyone loves it and accepts it. But back then they made these things for mainstream audiences and they just threw these through throughout these little hidden nuggets where it's like. If you know, mm-hmm. then yeah. you get this. You and get you're like a little adrenaline this. rush, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. like but if know, you don't know, know it instant. doesn't make you confused, which now I think they've gone too far in the direction of you. Ha- you would have to know who Dr. Connors was because it would right. be important. Yeah. Whereas like here, it's just like, it if you know it, cool. It's a, ooh, a piece of candy moment. But if you yeah. don't, it's just like, yeah, he got fired. That sucks. That's moving on. Right. Yeah. Right. Here. Hearing Dr. Connors makes me think of the, I can't remember if it was comics or if it was the cartoon series where he was helping Peter not turn into man spider. Yeah. That was the cartoon, the nineties cartoon. Yeah. The Morbius. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. uh run. Yeah. Neogenic nightmare season <laughs> <Yes>. two. <laughs> oh God, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a storyline. See, sometimes. Black, sometimes. I thought I was pulling I, deep there, but jeez. So sometimes I know stuff and I even make, I even make Zach laugh. It makes me laugh. He's that just was, like, oh my God, my co host is such a nerd. It's a great pull. And then he Scott. puts on his Spider Man costume and goes and hugs him. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. No, like, I'm the real Spider Man. Really? Very big glass house throwing very big stones. <laughs> <laughs> love it uh, but yeah i mean we are analyzing a movie minute by minute we're all yeah totally, yeah totally yeah totally. it's true um i what is, i love um, this okay you, you can say your bit i guess because mine was just a dumb thought i was gonna have <laughs> sorry dude no no i didn't want the i i enjoyed the dumb thoughts believe me no uh-huh. i was just gonna ask if we know what harry is working on that he's lost about this right 
you some know, subject. Just schoolwork, school I imagine. Yeah, yeah, but what He's subject just do you think? He's in college and. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be Cal. like chemistry or si- it's science of some kind because, mm-hmm. being of course, he would load himself up with science classes that he has no <laughs> chance of passing <laughs> uh, would, to impress his father. And he right. pretended to do the homework while his dad was there. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. The way he whispers, he's like, like, he's like "Look, really Dad, lost. college has affected me. I'm wearing glasses." <laughs> Doing science. Yeah, doing science. And Norm was just like, glasses are a sign of weakness. <laughs> I, have to, I have to make a phone call. Glasses are just crutches for your face. And he walks away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm on a phone call. Stop. <laughs> Oh. It just breaks my the heart idea. the way he like leans forward when he says, "I'm really lost." It's just I know I'm really so lost. Sad. I can't read this sheet. All of my tears have smeared the ink. <laughs> my father doesn't love me. Yeah. And, Peter's, and Peter's like, I can't. I don't. Um. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go to my room. <laughs> right. What you didn't hear is as as Peter walked in, the dad said, "Don't tell Harry." Right. <laughs> <laughs> as did the doorman on the way up uh, oh, right <laughs> i just there is something so uh, collegey feeling or high schooly feeling about that like your friend that you care about but did something that's kind of hurting you right now but you can't tell him about it and so when he asks you he's at least perceptive enough to notice like what's wrong you know you look yeah. like you got second place at the science fair that you have something to answer with good one the, harry the fire good one. yes yeah. <laughs> points for harry uh, this right. is for Harry today. <laughs> At least Harry knows Peter very well. Right. But that, he says it's because he's he got fired by Kurt Connors, but it's really he's upset about the MJ thing. You know, I th- yeah. I, I think in that moment, especially when that, he's looking yeah, Harry for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Harry Harry nailed it right on the top of the nail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah, second place. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I almost wonder. Oh, Oh, did. I didn't even Man. think of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, think, that's rough. And I think it's <laughs> where he was upset about the MJ thing. Obviously, he's been stewing on that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he really realized how much it bugged him till he makes that eye contact with Harry. was just like, Son of you know, like in yeah. that moment. But he can't, but like you said, he can't say anything. So man, you know what, guys? Early two thousands, uh, men's fashion not the they best. Match. Not uh, flattering. Yeah, not flattering at they all. They both just reach into a closet. He works so hard on this body, and then do you think it's this is part of his? His um, mild mannered costume to wear something that doesn't show his. Oh, body? I think he did that. No, anyway. no, that was. <laughs> That was at 100% just early 2000s men's fashion. <laughs> um, that like shirts yeah. were not fitted yeah, at all. They boxy. were, they, they, you know, they were, uh, they came to your shoulders like they were supposed to. And then everything else was just like big and boxy and baggy and just extra fabric everywhere. And it was <laughs> awful. When's the last time? It was like wearing flags all the Toby's time. Toby's got like the smallest shoulders I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> It makes him almost like a man child, the way how small his shoulders are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shirts like this do not help. No. no. When's the last time anyone know. watched an episode of Dawson's Creek? That will oh, reacquaint oh, yeah. you with the men's Ooh. fashion. Dawson and Pacey have some choice looks. Yeah. Late late nineties, early two thousands, Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. uh and, and Felicity both. You awful, forget how awful baggy pants were clothes. all the time. Yeah, no, yeah. it's terrible. Like everyone's, so everyone's yeah. pants looked like that. 
I kind of had forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Yep. But he's glad he's there, and everything's sad, and he doesn't. <laughs> I. I. I do love just the like. Almost completely dickish, but not because he's meaning to. Just like you're late again. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, just, I don't get it. Harry goes it. from just... so perceptive to not perceptive so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you almost feel like the next line's going to be, "I don't get it. You have superpowers. How are you late?" Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which would be a legitimate question <laughs> if he had all the all the information. Yeah, absolutely. He's not fair. the Flash, yeah. guys. It takes time to swing about. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. Fair enough. Uh, that's okay. I. I really felt for him. It seems like balancing being a superhero and having a regular job is very stressful. And this is why oh, I stand oh, by not to switch uh, companies on you guys. But my favorite superhero was always Batman, and my first thought was like, Batman doesn't have this problem. No. <laughs> he just. He just yeah. needs this to problem hold that you're talking job. about really reminds me of Buffy, though. Oh yeah, like how she was always battling between trying to be a normal person yeah. and. Trying to uh, be a superhero at the same time. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like Zach said. I think in uh, one of our earliest episodes, he said that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the best Spider-Man TV show ever. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I it love really that. Is. Uh, that's why I got so Aww. into it when I when I saw it. I was like, because clearly at that point. You couldn't make a Spidey TV show. They wouldn't let you play with the big toys. But if you wanted to make a superhero <laughs> that had that that same appeal and try to like create this new, you know, feminist icon, you you create something new from whole cloth. You couldn't make a Spidey TV show, but you could make the best Spidey TV show where she <laughs> is a lady and uh, kills demons with her fists. God, it's good. Yeah, I really want to see a Spider-Man musical. Yes. Well, you could have <laughs> written by Joss It existed already. Yeah. <laughs> that ship has sailed and crashed and sunk. So, <laughs> but like a good one, like a, a an MCU in the in the MCU uh, musical episode. I would love. Right. Oh, could you see it with everybody? Like like an Avengers type Captain America <laughs> yes. thing where yeah. everybody's there and singing. <laughs> I remember I posted on the uh, the forum or on the. Uh, Listener Society about how my other favorite comic book character was The Flash. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The Flash did their musical episode. <laughs> oh, that's and true. Prior to seeing it, prior to seeing it, I was so stoked because I knew mm-hmm. like half the actors in there are from mm-hmm. Glee. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be awesome. And it was not. <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was uh I the the Flash is also my second favorite superhero other than uh Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And uh that that musical episode was easily their worst episode of the entire yeah. series. I um, couldn't understand they had so much talent sitting right yeah. there. It's really It's because hard they relied to too much on the talent and yeah. not enough on songwriting. Yeah, writing. true. Um, yeah. That makes sense. That's the problem. That's p- part of the reason yeah. that the the Buffy one was so great was that Josh Josh took off a bunch of time and just wrote it. You know, I don't remember what yeah. the circumstances right. were. Scott probably knows better than I do, but he had a big chunk of time that he just devoted to writing that musical and working out the kinks with his brother mm-hmm. and his brother's wife. Uh, yeah. it, it's he a, gave a, up, he gave up show running duties for the first half of the sixth season. That's it. Uh, yeah. to yeah. focus entirely on that. Yeah. He gave the show running duties to, uh, Marty Noxon for the first half of that season Yeah, so that he could just do that. 
What about Spider-Man in so, general? So Thomas, yeah. can you yeah, can you talk about uh your your background with uh with Spider-Man in general? Do you do you have any early memories of oh. uh, Spider-Man? <laughs> my earliest memory of Spider-Man is begging my mom to buy me Spider-Ham comics. <laughs> because I thought they were hilarious. I don't know why. I remember seeing the regular Spider-Man comics in the in the newspaper and stuff mm-hmm. and trying to follow those storylines, but I definitely remember buying and reading the Spider-Ham comics. That's amazing. <laughs> Is that yeah. just I remember reading those as a kid as well. Does whatever a spider pig does. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind yeah, of Peter, like Homer Simpson, yes. Okay. Yeah, Peter Porker, the uh, incredible <laughs> sp- Spider Ham. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. Oh. Well, not real, obviously. It's, it's a real I, thing. Real. I don't know why that's what caught me, but it did. That's a pain, and man. I've loved Spider Man ever since. That is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely read a bunch of uh, Peter Park- Porker comics. Um <laughs> When I was when I was a kid, I would I would get those. I had I had Spider Man comics, but then I also had a few of those as well. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because my dad thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I even remember as a kid just being like, I I mean I get it. He's a pig, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but why? Yeah. Like why? What? It, why? Why? <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember, I remember even thinking that as a kid, and, and but my dad thought it was hilarious, so he got it for me. I'm pretty sure it was some sort of, it had to be some sort of reference to Howard the Duck, right? Probably, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that feels like a dad joke. Um, no, that's, dad that's joke got horribly wrong, like just taken way yeah. too far. Yeah, yeah so I've followed Spider-Man all through then, and I definitely always took the the comics from my dad so I could keep up on what the new strip was for the day, and mm-hmm. it went so slow, it made no sense, but I tried to keep up anyway. That's awesome. <laughs> did you did you like get into comics earnestly after that at some point, or is he he your window? Into I it? never truly got into like buying comics and reading them i was a big cartoon fan so i watched all the cartoons Mm -hmm. i didn't Mm -hmm. go back and read comics until i was older and found the artwork and the storylines interesting awesome so then i went back and found all the comic sets i could and read all the stories i could and tried to piece them all together even though they were from different universes and stuff like that i was gonna say you have to be careful of different universes and also different times like i went back and tried to read really early batman and I just couldn't oh. do it. It was just oh, so golden age bad. Ba- oh golden age stuff is not yeah, good. Yeah, um, you think with the name Golden Age, but no. Oh no, no, no. no comics no. from the forties were not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were not good. Uh, I was like, those are not fun yeah. reads. You know, I was, <laughs> I was typical. I really enjoyed the Carnage line and the the Venom line and. Oh, yeah. Finding how how the I always wanted to find and it seemed like there were a million versions of that as well. Yeah. So I knew so I many know. people looking forward to the Venom storyline. I remember hearing a lot about that leading up to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People love symbiotes. I don't know what it is about that storyline. Obviously, we'll we'll be talking a lot about that storyline in a couple of years, but uh. I don't know what it is about that storyline that people were just so enamored by. Um, but it was a weird obsession with Spider-Man fans. Oh yeah, and still is. I honestly to, for, yeah, for I mean, a it's, large contingent, but really stronger and more evil. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. It's not mm. like it's the most complex subject matter. I honestly think a lot of it has to do with just the visual iconography involved. It's such a marketable 
look the the venom and carnage stuff like it, it is so immediately mm-hmm. different and weird looking and of that like 90s raw muscles and you know goop <laughs> everywhere uh type of thing but it just looks so so striking i think it's really easy to put that you know white spider symbol on a on a on a t-shirt and sell it like nobody's business uh i don't don't know if it is really the story so much as the that thing you recognize you know yes and it was also the contrast you know spider-man was this fast lithe, not super you don't think of him for his super strength so he's this you know he uses he uses strength but he uses speed more than anything in his agility Mm -hmm. and then you have venom who's all brute force and and huge and muscular and and going that route so it's like these two opposites fighting and that always appealed to me oh yeah, yeah. there you go know. you just saved Ooh. yourself two years of research <laughs> boom <laughs> and then carnage just wants to see the world burn yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well uh thanks so much for joining us these past two minutes yeah. guys it's been fun thank you so much for having us one last time uh tell the people uh, listening where they can find you uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Wookie Lives. You can check out the Never Ending Minute Listener Society. You can also go on Twitter and look at Nev End Min. That's N E V E N D M I N. You can follow us there for more stuff. Uh, Tierney, do you have anything you want to add that I forgot? No, I really. This was a nice change because I also co-host Return to Oz Minute, so I'm very much oh, in that mid '80s puppetry synth map paintings i mean it's really awesome and fun i love the like fantasy live action children's but scary melu but it was kind of nice to drop into this brightly lit new york city spider-man world for a little bit (laughs) totally well was happy to have you it was a lot of fun yeah absolutely um all right guys well we will be back uh next week with uh with another week full of episodes but uh, in the meantime, become a Patreon member at DuelingGenre.com slash support, and you can listen to Zach and I on the uh, Weekend Bugle, uh, where we talk about uh, Spider-Man and Spider-Man-related stuff. That's how you're going to hear our Homecoming review and uh, hear us talk about the 90s Spider-Man uh, animated series, the Fox Kids animated series, and you know comic book storylines and all of that stuff. We're going to talk about uh, on the weekend bugle. So go check that out if you want to hear us talk about other Spider-Man things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will be back on Monday with minute sixty-one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.